0: You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. friends, and welcome to the Rua Space podcast, where we help you make space for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in your everyday life. I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Erin. And we're really glad to have you here with us today. Now, our podcast episode today is going to be a little different than normal because we purely want to share a story with you about what we've been experiencing in our family around the idea of Sabbath and the idea of enough, both as a weekly practice and a daily rhythm.
0: Yeah and that the fact that this is this rhythm is built into creation of resting every 7 days but then it becomes something where you're invited to rest each day and i think fundamentally for us we had to come to the realization that we are enough and we have enough mm-hmm. where we are mm-hmm. and that frees us to be okay resting
1: mm-hmm. to get into a bit of just our personal journey what we've been doing as a family And I'd say we've been on this journey of simplifying for a while. That's going to be a key thing that comes up. So this isn't totally new for us. But I think that when COVID and the pandemic hit and we started spending a lot more time inside, for me personally, as the more traditional homemaker person, I started to realize that I'm spending a lot of my time organizing and sorting and tidying and cleaning and I don't actually enjoy any of those tasks so so, so um, i started to realize that i'm i'm perpetually doing things almost against myself
0: and it and i think then those things made us feel like we had no space to rest
1: yes absolutely and so you have
0: so much to take care of to maintain to get more to whatever it is
1: right right so there was something about being I'm not gonna say shut in our house because, of course, we were choosing to stay safe at home. But that constant being within our own walls and not quote unquote escaping it, what I started to realize is how much of my energy I was expending dealing with trinkets and things and little thing. And we have two little kids, so they, you know, they just bring in their whole a whole another level of clutter <laughs> to what we already had going on. Yes. And. Um, and, you know, what happened is we ended up taking a break at one point. And when we, when we took a break, um, we visited like my... A Sabbath. <laughs> a Sabbath, yeah. So we took a Sabbath, we took a break, and it was really lovely. It was that kind of breath of fresh air where we just were together as a family. And then when we went the next day back into our daily life, how we were normally doing things it struck me that I didn't want to live the way I'm living. I don't want to spend 85% of my waking time cleaning up stuff. It, for, for me, that's just not the appeal of being alive. <laughs> um, for many of us, I don't think it is. And yet, oh, I might be getting ahead of myself here, but yet at the same time, I started realizing how often my orientation was around what next thing to get. So while I was... I was like simultaneously hurting myself with the cycle I was in so I would be striving for this next thing whether it was oh this new piece of furniture for the dining room it's really gonna spruce it up or make it take it to the next level and then once I get that I'd be like hey there's this kitchen gadget that came up and I really want that so I'd add that to it and of course when I got it now I've got another gadget to find a home for and fit in and everything so while I was striving after this stuff that was promising me more freedom and cleanliness, what I started realizing is all of that building up was actually causing me more stress and taking up more of my time.
0: Right. And so at this point, you may be thinking, it sounds like you're talking about simplicity and simplifying, which we are, but underneath the surface, of what we were experiencing is we realized that one of the day, one of the reasons we may struggle to take a day off every week is because we need to make enough, earn enough, be enough, have enough mm-hmm. to find rest mm-hmm. and peace. That rest and peace was somewhere down the line of having oh, all absolutely. those things. And so therefore you couldn't stop or oh, oh, yeah. even daily. See, this is when you can finally take a Sabbath. You realize that it's not just actually about one day a week, but the invitation to rest Every day. Mm -hmm. But as long as we were living into the lie that the stuff we have or the position we have Mm -hmm. could supply it, it was actually a fraud because the very thing we were looking to to supply it was the very thing taking it away.
1: Oh, yeah. And I was, guys, I was the poster child for not being able to take that break because for me, I felt like I really had to earn it. Hmm. So if I looked around and the home was messy or my to-do list was like three quarters not crossed off, which was generally the case, it would induce this panic that I'd have to strive more and tomorrow I'm going to do better and then I can earn my break. And I'd put my break at the end because, well, you earn it. Right? Like,
0: it didn't
1: always come. <laughs> it it almost never came. It was really tough. So what I started to do is in the mornings before the kids got up, I would go outside. Um, it's summertime, so that's actually lovely. Come winter, that will probably not be my location. But I would step outside of my house. I would go on my porch swing where there's nothing around me. I didn't take anything with me. No phone, no... Well, I would take the dog, but that's beside the point. Um... <laughs> Um, and I, I just sit. I take 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes, and I just sit. And usually I'll watch the sunrise through the trees. Um, sometimes there will be a bird to watch or something like that. Um, I wake up early enough now that it's not, there's not really people or much happening. But that's that's the beauty of it, really. So, um, yeah, I started adopting that new rhythm. And I have to say that while well, the weekly Sabbath was really instrumental in us kind of finally getting that big idea of we need, to, we need to have more of this in our life and not so much of the striving. I think that daily break that I've started taking before I've earned it, it's becoming an instrumental way to re-identify as uh, who I am and what my role is and what God's role is in our household. Because before I start doing anything now, I'm just sitting with the Lord. And it's amazing how such a simple practice is transforming our entire household and our family and the choices we're making.
0: Yeah, it reminds me, you know, in the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus is teaching about prayer, he tells people to go into their room, shut the door and pray to their father who's in secret. And it's really interesting because obviously in the context of that passage, he's talking about not praying in order to get attention, right? Mm -hmm. But... Other people have begun to interpret it in a little more of a playful way, which is very much within the Jewish tradition of the inner room being the inner place in our own soul, in our own body and mind that you could have a physical room, you go to pray. But on another level, it's the fact that God is available internally in the silence. I mean, this is what St. Teresa of Avila talked about with the interior castle, right? Mm -hmm. We're going in that internal place where God exists. And what's amazing is that's available at any time. God invites us to come before the throne of grace, right? Courageously, boldly, not because of who we are, but because of who Jesus is. And so that little daily Sabbath then comes about when we realize that we are already enough and we already have enough. Mm -hmm. And whatever we do, we are invited into that secret place to just listen to God, to just spend time with God, not because of anything we've done, but simply because, simply because that's the invitation.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really beautiful part. And, And this is a discovery we've made that I think is part of why God asks us to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And in this case, of course, we're also advocating a daily rhythm of Sabbathing, but I think it's so important because here's what, what was happening is before I was taking these breaks, these Sabbaths, I was so used to my daily everyday rhythm it didn't strike me as unusual to be living the way I was. And looking back, I would say 100% confidently that nobody in our family was liking how things were going. I think we weren't truly content with the way things were going. I think our children were suffering with how things were going. Um, Now, not like awful, you know, but it wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal to have a mom who couldn't stop doing stuff because she didn't, Think it was ever enough? It wasn't. It's not ideal to have a family that's orientation is always around what's the next thing we're going to purchase, because it sends that message that what we have is not enough. And you see that in kids; they pick that one up really quickly. um They
0: pick up the opposite quickly, though, too.
1: Oh, yeah, they've that's been actually been shocking. On their own. <laughs> yeah, they're they're coming up with stuff. To us This is a tangent now, friends, but they've been bringing us stuff, and they're like, "I think I'm done with this now, so I'm ready to get rid of it." I want to sell it. And we're like. Are you sure because that's like a treasure and they're like nope I'm done with it and when you stop and sit back you think they haven't played with that for months they really don't need that you know so it it's that gift that God gives us that when we when we can humble ourselves enough to say look I don't know where it's going to lead me we we never I don't think would have predicted that by taking a Sabbath it would propel our family onto this journey of simplicity. But what we realized by breaking that daily rhythm of how we did life was we didn't really like it all that much and we weren't married to the idea of how we were doing stuff. And when you realize that you now have the space because you're taking that Sabbath time to start dreaming. What would our family like to do? What does our family care about? What what do we feel God putting on our hearts? And I'll tell you what it isn't for us. It isn't watching the next sitcom. It isn't getting that next kitchen gadget. Although I will confess there are a couple. If someone wanted to buy them for my birthday, I don't mind. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's reoriented. It's ho- how would I say it? Making that space of Sabbath has allowed God to help reorient our hearts towards what I hope is closer to how he would call us to live and yeah. live well
0: and we're talking here about actions and beliefs mm-hmm. and it can sort of get lost of well which one comes first
1: chicken and, and the egg <laughs> right
0: but I think what we've discovered and I think this is something Jamie Smith I think you know would would explain in his book Desiring the Kingdom which
1: is a fantastic and deep book yeah it's worth hard, thr- your time to read
0: but but it is worth it but He talks about that our actions shape our desires. Mm -hmm. And so my sort of encouragement would be maybe you don't believe that you're enough. Maybe you don't believe you have the time. But when you start taking the action anyway, mm-hmm. it then sh- shapes, helps shape the belief mm-hmm. of I am enough as a person. Mm-hmm. I have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to be a machine that works all the time. But you sort of have to prove it to yourself by taking that mm-hmm. space. And I know for many years, you didn't believe you could take the space. Mm-hmm. But once you started doing it, it reprioritized you. And this, so this isn't a criticism. It's me too. But right, like, right. just because we were talking about sort of your journey with it. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Like, I I understand I was the poster child. (laughs) No, no, no. I just think, you know, because because we're going based on how this was for you. I think it was that realization all of a sudden of, oh, I am worthy of this. I don't Mm -hmm. need to earn this. I just have to do it. And then when you do it, you realize all the things that were getting in the way of doing it that were promising you the thing you were looking for but weren't offering Mm -hmm. it. So I would encourage people to say, even if you feel that you can't take a Sabbath, start with a day or at worst, start with five minutes a day and build up. Mm -hmm. Um, But go into that inner realm, listen for God's presence, just be present in the moment and sort of put those things aside. It's resting in Christ.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I think resting in Christ is a pretty accurate depiction of what I do in the mornings now um, because I don't go out with an agenda. And that's something new to my faith journey. I used to always like to have I would go armed Right. I i never liked to meet God without a plan. So I'd either go ahead of time, like with the here's the format of prayer I'm gonna pray, or here's the devotional I'm gonna read, and here's or here's the Bible verse I'm gonna reflect on. This is this is very much just sitting with Jesus. I don't have a plan anymore. I just kind of show up once a morning and I, I would say my mornings feel pretty average. Most of them I just sit there and watch the sunrise and then go about my my tasks. But what it is doing that I didn't expect is it's, it's energizing me. It's given me a little space and I'm dreaming bigger dreams now than I had dreamed. And I think that's giving me the energy and the motivation to... Tackle some structural changes for how our family orient[s] and how our family operates. That I think before it would have turned into one more thing on my to do list, yeah. and now it almost feels like an undo list. Like it's not something I feel like <laughs> I have to do, list. but it's something I want. It's something I want to do because I understand now that what I'm really getting after is the sense of I'm enough. Our family has enough. We are doing enough. And now God can just, you know, let's spend more time being a family and getting to spend with God, spend time with God. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Well, friends, our prayer for you is that God would grant you the gift and the grace to know that you are enough, to know that you are invited to go into the inner room. You're invited into the throne room of God, not because of what you've done or accomplished, but simply because of who you are. And so whatever that may look like, we encourage you today not you know waiting for that one day a week, but today, mm-hmm. where can you carve out a little space just to mm-hmm. rest in Christ, to take a little mini Sabbath to enter that inner room without an agenda, just mm-hmm. to be and may God show you that you are enough and that you have enough. Until next time, friends, we encourage you to head over to ruaspace.com. You can find the link in the uh, description, the details, the show notes below. Uh, and sign up for our newsletter because if you are looking for ways to make more space in your life for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are opening memberships soon.
1: Yeah, and can I tell them about the memberships? Do okay, it. so really, really excited. Our memberships are coming from some feedback we've been getting about things we used to do here at Rua Space that people would like to see back, as well as some things people are saying, hey, it'd be cool if you X, Y, or Z. So, um, if you have ideas, feel free to shoot them to us and say, hey, we'd love to see you talk about this or do this or whatever. We love we love that kind of feedback. But our memberships are going to be a really special place where we do live events where you can interact with us. It'll be um, communal practices together. There's going to be yoga videos that – and friends, this is not just normal yoga. You can go to YouTube and look up Rua Space Yoga and you'll, you'll get some videos there. But there's going to be a lot more for members but it combines meditation and prayer and scripture with the practice of stretching. So those are super exciting. We're going to be doing guided practices together. I know that's something we've put some out and we've gotten really good feedback and that's going to become a membership thing. So, And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's really neat things coming down the pipeline towards those memberships. So we don't have a date at the time of this recording for when memberships are opening. But what we can tell you is you want to be one of the first to know they're coming because we will send our newsletter subscribers the heads up, hey, memberships are on their way. And there's going to be a special founder's price. And I think it's half price of what we're actually going to charge for our membership. So you'll get a 50% discount on what we're actually going to charge when we open the course. So be sure that you're on our newsletter mailing list, that you're checking our emails, make sure that you are ready to become a member when that exciting opportunity opens up.
0: Until next time, friends, grace and peace.